0: Good morning. Today is Thursday, October twenty-second, two 2020. The central statement of Jewish belief is the famous verse, we just said it in our davening, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Listen Israel, Hashem who is our God, Hashem is one. Because of its centrality, that same passage commands us to study what it means and to say it twice daily. Vashinantem levanecha, you shall teach your children what this means. Vidibartabam, and you shall speak these words. Vashachbacha uvkumecha, when you get ready to lie down in the evening. Uvkumecha, when you get up in the morning. Every morning and every evening we say the Shema. Rabbi Basil Herring points out that our rabbis explain that this line that we are to understand and repeat that God is one has several components to it and several consequences to it. And therefore they decreed that part of the mitzvah to say Shema is to say the total of three paragraphs, which is what we say when we say the Shema. The first paragraph, v'ahavta, the second paragraph, v'hayim shamoah, and the third paragraph, Vayomer. That's how we end up with three paragraphs of the Shema, because we are to say and to internalize this central idea that God is one. And that means five different ideas and they're as follows. Number one, if God is one and unique and God is our God, therefore, we have to love God and we have to search out God's teachings by studying the Torah and by practicing His mitzvahs, exemplified in the first paragraph by the mitzvah of mezuzah, which we put on our doors, and tefillin, in which we wrap ourselves, mitzvos that surround us and envelop us. That's the first paragraph. The second paragraph, v'ohoyim shamoah, holds us accountable. There are consequences. There are some, sometimes we see these consequences, very often we don't, Perhaps the consequences are reserved for the world to come. That's one of the answers of our sages of why we don't see God's the, the accountability that we have to God working out in this world. Perhaps it's reserved for the world to come. We don't really know the answer to that. But that accountability is for the way that we serve God. And so therefore, the accountability means Ula Avdo, and we serve God with all of your heart. Our sages explain what kind of service requires our entire heart. This is prayer. Perhaps that's why we say this passage as part of our prayers, even though technically speaking the Shema is not a prayer. It's not words that are addressed to God. The Amidah is a prayer. Words that are addressed to God. The Shema is more about reinforcing within ourselves what is it that we believe about God. But since what it reinforces, a consequence of what it reinforces, is that we should serve God through prayer, perhaps that's one of the reasons that we perform this mitzvah as part of our prayers. Finally, we come to the third paragraph. And the third paragraph mentions the Exodus from Egypt. This paragraph is the one that is least obvious why it belongs as part of the Shema. Yes, the Exodus from Egypt is an important event. We have a holiday that, that uh, commemorates it and many other mitzvahs that commemorate it. But what does it have to do with the fact that God is one? So, Rabbi Herring suggests three three components. One is, we remember the Exodus from Egypt because we must always, for all time, be grateful to God for what He has done for us. The fact that there is one God, and that God acted many years in the past, and that is the same God that we serve today, that means that our gratitude for what happened thousands of years ago is as relevant to express today as it was then. And every day we have to be grateful to God for the exodus from Egypt, as well as for everything else that God does for us. That's number one. Number two, the exodus from Egypt reminds us that God continues to be involved in human history. God in Egypt changed the direction of human history and God remains involved in directing the unfolding of human history. Sometimes it's miraculous and overt, Most of the time in our lifetime, it is very subtle and it's hard to detect. But nonetheless, we recall the Exodus because that aspect that God is involved in history remains as true for us today as it did in the past. And number three, we remind ourselves of the Exodus in order to remind ourselves that we we ourselves are former slaves who suffered, and were persecuted. And therefore, we as Jews have a special responsibility to show extra sensitivity towards any vulnerable or disadvantaged member of society. And as the Torah says over and over and over again, because we were slaves in Egypt, that should imbue within us additional sensitivity and care and concern for those who are being persecuted, for those who are are vulnerable, for those who are disadvantaged. So we remember the Exodus from Egypt because it has a practical consequence in the way that we live our lives towards everyone around us. The constellation of these five ideas make up our expanded view of the meaning of Hashem Echad, God is one. What does it mean, God is one? Well, it's a belief that leads to love. It leads to responsibility. It leads to gratitude. It leads to an awareness of God's presence in our lives at all times. And finally, it leads to action. It leads to the way that we relate to others within our society. Only when all of these components are active does the concept Hashem Echad, God is one, achieve its full impact. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.